This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a bill to allow federal cyber workers to move to different agencies passes the House. Federal agencies are turning to the private sector for ideas on how to keep track of which of their workers is vaccinated. Meanwhile, military bases in the southern U.S. still have travel restrictions due to COVID. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The House overwhelmingly passed a bipartisan bill to establish a rotational cyber workforce program. The Federal Rotational Cyber Workforce Program Act would allow employees with cyber expertise to serve at multiple agencies on a rotational basis. The bill was first proposed in the Senate in 2019 and was reintroduced in the House by Congressman Ro Khanna and Nancy Mace. The bill requires the Office of Personnel Management to issue an operational plan for the program and the Government Accountability Office to assess its effectiveness. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is still focused on fighting misinformation, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA Director Jen Easterly says her agency will maintain its rumor control website established during the 2020 election season to quash false narratives spreading on social media. The project led to her predecessor Chris Krebs getting fired by former President Donald Trump. Easterly says fighting disinformation is as important as ever as CISA looks ahead to the 2022 elections. You know, I worry a lot about misinformation and disinformation as a citizen, but also as a mom. If you don't have the facts, if you don't have the best information, you can't make the best decisions. The Office of Personnel Management says prescription drug costs, chronic illnesses, and the pandemic continue to have an impact on federal employee health premium rates. OPM says testing and treating COVID-19 patients costs the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program a billion dollars in 2020. It anticipates those claims will go down as more people get vaccinated. FEHBP participants have from November 8th through December 13th to make changes to their health, dental, and vision plans for 2022. Their premiums will go up an average of 3.8% next year. Federal agencies are looking for private sector ideas on collecting vaccine information for their employees. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says it's interested in digital tools that can verify the vaccination status or most recent COVID-19 test results for its 25,000 employees. It issued a request for information to seek out ideas from industry. NASA is looking for a similar system. It's interested in an IT solution that will allow NASA to quickly verify employee vaccination statuses and display that status when they enter a federal facility. Nicole Ligrisco, Federal News Network. More than 93% of its active duty sailors have now gotten at least one dose of the coronavirus vaccine, according to the Navy. The numbers have risen following DOD's mandate for service members to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Active duty members have until November 28th to get their shots. Reservists will have another month. So far, the service has not issued any waivers for religious reasons, but says it will consider them on a case-by-case basis. 
Military bases in the South are still facing travel restrictions because of COVID rates. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. About three quarters of military bases are in the green when it comes to travel restrictions. That means that commanders have deemed it safe for service members to take leave, move to different orders, or allow more people on bases. Some bases in the South, though, are still struggling to drop COVID rules. Bases in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and other states where the Delta variant is running rampant have had to keep their travel limits up or go back to previous health conditions. At the lowest COVID rates, the Defense Department was able to unburden about 90% of its installations. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Navy is looking for applicants for the next wave of its Naval Community College. The new online school plans to accept 5,500 students during the application period that starts tomorrow. The college will offer associate degrees in military studies, cybersecurity, nuclear engineering, data analytics, aviation maintenance, organizational leadership, and logistics. The Space Force is holding classes on how to effectively leverage robotic automation for repetitive processes in the military. The service, along with the Air Force, held a workshop for service members on how to mix government and commercial technologies and experts to deliver results. The first-of-its-kind class allowed students to create their own functional programs to perform simple tasks. Contracting officers at the Veterans Affairs Department may be overworked, and the agency has no consistent way to know for sure. After GAO added VA contracting officers' workload as an area of concern in the 2019 high-risk list, a new report by auditors say the agency still has not solved the problem. VA's Inspector General says one solution could be to monitor contracting officer warrant usage to help agency leadership address the workload challenges by generating the data needed for more effective workload distribution. The IG found VA for the most part is following the federal policies and regulations awarding contracting officer warrants to buy products and services. The Postal Service is moving ahead with slower delivery standards for first-class mail and small, lightweight packages. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. Allow an extra day or two for letters and some packages to arrive. USPS will implement its slower standard for first-class mail on October 1st and will impact nearly 40% of first-class mail. USPS is also getting ready to implement slower standards for small, lightweight packages sent via its first-class package service. Both changes went through its regulator, the Postal Regulatory Commission, but the commission says slower service won't do much to fix the Postal Service's long-term financial problems. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A new counsel at the Department of Homeland Security will review the department's law enforcement practices, including use of force policies and civil rights training. The Law Enforcement Coordination Council will include the leadership of every DHS law enforcement component, as well as advisory and oversight organizations, including the Office for Civil Rights and Civil Liberties. Lawmakers have raised concerns about DHS law enforcement practices, including a recent incident where images of mounted Border Patrol officers confronting Haitian migrants went viral. The FAA Shared Service Center is looking for some quick IT modernization wins. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The FAA's Enterprise Service Center is preparing for a major modernization project of its financial management and procurement systems. The FAA ESC, which is one of four federal shared service providers for financial management, outlined 15 projects it plans to undertake over the next few years. These include the underlying software that runs the financial and procurement systems, implementing a zero-trust architecture, and automating certain technology functions. The ESC released a request for information seeking industry feedback on its draft statement of work. Responses to the RFI are due October 19th. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And the Justice Department seeks feedback on what to include in an upcoming overhaul of the website for Freedom of Information Act requests. The DOJ's Office of Information Policy is partnering with the General Services Administration's 18F team to update FOIA.gov. The team is looking at features that include checking the status of FOIA requests online. As part of the overhaul, 18F is asking to interview agency and public users of the website and find out what they'd like to see change. Volunteers have until October 15th to participate. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.